let's start out by saying this is the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode number 127. I am your usual host, Jared, and today I'm joined by Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Hello, everybody. Monsieur Doug Wilson. Hello, I won't swear today. He promises not to swear. We had so many emails and complaints last week that he's agreed to tone it down a bit. Uh, and then we have yep. Mr. Michael Mahoney. Number 127, really. Feels like we're just knocking these right out of the park. Yeah, every, it seems like there's almost one every week, doesn't it? Well, that doesn't I don't know about right. that. Yeah. It's, it's, a bit, it's a bit much, isn't it? I thought we only did these when we had something to talk about. What do you think, listener? <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? Should we scale it back a bit? One, once, a, once a month? Once a year. Once a year? Let's do just once a year. God, an annual podcast. I disagree. It'd be really I mean, good, I think. It'd be a really no, good... No, it would probably be awful. Yeah, yeah. It'd probably be as crappy as our regular podcast. <laughs> Just less often. So there's no salvaging <laughs> it. There's there's no saving it, huh? Oh, they recycle the gargoyles. What a fucking... Okay, fine. Let's, um... Well, let's talk about a little... I, I do have a little bit of news that I wanted to go over. Uh, one is for our uh, locals, uh, for our, our Utah-based friends... Uh, do not forget that this coming weekend is the Salt Lake Gaming Con, and you may have forgotten because they themselves do not seem to uh, be interested in promoting it. Who could <laughs> I see at this gaming con? It. Would you like to know who will be at the Salt Lake Gaming Con? Please. Totally. <laughs> I can't wait to find out. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay, well, allow me to tell you uh, about the many celebrities that you'll be able to see at Salt Lake Gaming Con. Let's start off with Mr. Stephen Ogg, who you may recall is the voice of Trevor in Grand Theft Auto V. Um, oh, boy. He was actually supposed to be there last year uh, and wasn't there, but that didn't stop them from putting him on all their promotional material. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he just... He to, just be fair, to, to be fair, that's a really terrible thing to do. He just didn't come. <laughs> And he, it's not like it's not like he posted and was like, "Sorry, everybody can't make it." It was just like he just wasn't here. Uh, I reiterate that I'm I'd be more willing to believe that they forgot to ask him to come. I mean, he's coming this time, so I I, I don't think that they probably did something they weren't supposed to, because uh, it seems to me like that that would make me mad if I was a celebrity and someone was advertising that I would be somewhere that I had no intention of going to. <laughs> Um, so I, I don't think it's that, but I don't know. That whole thing was just weird. Anyway. But um, will I be able to see him in an empty room where I'm far enough that he appears very small? Hard to say. There is a panel section on the uh, convention website, but it says it will be announced soon. I think um, the better question is, are you going to get to see him looking very sad at a salad in the cafeteria? <laughs> <laughs> the odds are good. Uh, there's not really a, a cafeteria to speak of, but there's a... Do you think a, they get a food stipend? There's a concession they have to pay their stand. own meal? <laughs> Man, there's not a lot Whatever of... Whatever, Not a lot of great places to eat by that convention center either. Like, he's pretty much stuck with, like, uh, Joe's Crab Shack, I think. Especially after Joanna's blew up. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Joanna's isn't even there anymore. Um, <laughs> there's Crown Burger. Crown yeah. Burger's all right. Oh, yeah, he's gonna love Crown Burger. All right, well... I'm sure that that'll really uh, fuel his L.A.-based veins. <laughs> It'll be like, pastrami on a burger. This city's got it going on. <laughs> a cheeseburger. You can't get these just anywhere. He'll call up his agent and be like, I'm out of show business. I'm moving. <laughs> I found my place. Call the Better Call Saul people. Tell them I can't come back for season three. I got <laughs> stuff to do. I'll do the Ballad of Trevor 
voiceover work from Utah. One man show. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> uh, who? Uh, but but wait, folks. There's more. There, there's more. There's no way. You're not gonna believe it. But there's. So, you're right. I do not believe it. Where do I put my it. money? There is indeed more. Uh, let's see. We have. Let me pull this up real quick. Let me make sure I get all this right. Um, now this is under the voice actor section, which is a little odd. Um, so Stephen Ogg, and then we also have uh, Silver Siliga. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Uh, the defensive tackle for the Seattle Seahawks. That sounds like something I would want to see at a comic book convention. He will be speaking in a panel about what it is like to be portrayed as a playable character in a sports game, as he is featured in Madden 16 as a playable member of the New England Patriots. What a... Isn't he in the Seattle Seahawks? He's with the Seahawks now. He switched this year, I believe. You know, I'm going to say, I think that's actually a potentially lucrative uh, conversation but probably not with this guy. Yeah, yeah, he, I'm not sure that uh, <laughs> I'm not sure, sure that there's going to be a lot there. We'll see. Uh, let's. Like, do you play video games? And I'd be like, no. I don't really know. It's for nerds. He's gonna be like, I love, <laughs> I loved the Super Nintendo. You know that game, Super Scope Six? Great, great game. And that'll be the end of that. How, how old is he? I'll bet he's younger. He probably doesn't know about the Super Nintendo. Oh, shit. He probably is young. Let's see. Silver. Oh, shit. You're right. He's probably like 20. Uh, yeah, he's only and 26. First console was probably like a PS2. 26. So born in 1990. So uh-huh. he's, a, he's an N64 kid. Probably. Yeah, probably an N64 kid. I wonder if he knows who did the soundtrack to Ghost Babble. <laughs> I, I hope that guy's there. I don't know <laughs> if anybody will know for sure. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, re- I really enjoyed making fun of that guy, but I really enjoyed making fun of that guy. But afterwards, I saw a couple of pictures of him at the convention, and he looks just so purely, unabashedly happy that I'm just I'm I'm glad he has that. He's happier <laughs> than will ever be ever again. It, it, it is, would certainly appear so. It is pretty amazing though, because to, to put this into context, we went to a panel for uh, Rika Miranaka or whatever, and uh, she did one song in Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> and is still uh, living it up as much as she can from that. And this kid asked her, you know, what it was like doing the soundtrack for the Game Boy game. And she's like, I didn't do that. And he's like, oh. And then there's this pause. And he's like, do you know who did? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's like asking Trevor uh, or Stephen Ogg, like, hey. It's what, Tommy Versetti. What was, what was it like being Tommy Versetti? And he's like, I didn't. I'm not Tommy Versetti. And you're like, oh, who was? <laughs> Where's that guy coming? Can we have him here, please? <laughs> I want him here. <laughs> oh, man. It's killer. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll have lots of great stories for you, the listener. Now, Please I know what you're back. thinking. You're thinking, hey, this convention is bursting at the seams. I'm not... It can't possibly fit anymore. I'm sold. Like, you've sold me. There's no reason to tell me anymore. But you know what? I'm not quite done. Uh, because there is one more special little surprise for you if you pay for the, uh, let's see, how much is it? $30, uh, $15 for one day, $50 for all three. I don't understand their pricing. Okay, anyway. Uh, good news, everyone. Steve Warky Nunez will be at the uh, event. And it's interesting because I have a hard time figuring out what he's done. He narrates <laughs> audiobooks, it looks like. 
Um, but he is most notable, perhaps, for his role as a musician, uh, or the singer, rather, of the parody Mormon band, They Might Be Elders. <laughs> Are you... Oh, is boy. That, is that real? Yeah, that's real. Do you know what an elder is, Lucio? Uh, it sounds like some creepy, rapey church leader. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's actually a missionary. Uh, I mean, church you know leaders what? too. It's a pretty much any man in the church. If you, if you are bestowed the Melchizedek priesthood, I believe you are considered an elder. Here, let's see. Can I find any of their songs? Uh, photos, videos. Oh man, this thing. Don't knock it, Lucio. I have the Melchizedek priesthood, and I have powers. <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I don't. I never. I didn't do it when I was eighteen. Quorum uh -huh. of because it's bullshit. Oh shit! I swore. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, Doug. You got a nice Mormons making me swear. I can't find any of their tracks, um, but I'm I'm sure they're all great. Uh, <laughs> All I could find. Oh wait, here we go. Here we go. You ready for some? Uh, you ready for some hit songs from They Might Be Elders? God, yes, please. Uh, we have "You Could Be a Mormon." Uh, if you want to be an elder, I'm guessing that's if you want to be an elder. Something, something. Uh, oh, they're like Weird Al parodies. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. If you want to be an elder, is a Britney Spears uh, song, um, or Spice Girls? I guess that's Spice Girls. Uh, hey BYU girl. Uh, the story of Nephi, classic. Um, <laughs> Elder man. <laughs> what do you think Hey BYU girl is about? Is it about sexual assault that the girl gets blamed for? Yeah, yeah, it's about <laughs> hey, hey, shame on you for getting raped. Uh, we have the Mormon remedy. Uh, that's what we're. I don't, don't want to know what the Mormon remedy is. That's what we're taught. It's uh, repressed guilt. Enos prayer. Oh, that's that's much better than what. These don't sound hilarious, really. Uh, These guys aren't actually going to be performing, are they? Power of the Holy Ghost, uh, the best gifts in life are free. Is that what it would be? Uh, on a mission, uh, temples, and lastly, I think this is a Blink One Eighty Two parody. Uh, what's that year again? Seventeen seventy six. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't know. You're the Mormon. Uh, they don't think America started until like 1850 something. Oh God! One of oh, them, uh, one of them started playing. I, I better stop that. Um, yeah, this song has genealogy. Oh man! All right, I gotta close this. <laughs> okay, it's a genealogy song. So obviously, listener, we'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> so like last year, they had billboards and a bunch of stuff. There's nothing. <laughs> Uh, this year, just just totally nothing. Um, I I don't know what the deal is. It's weird. It's it's very. Want to keep it over for himself? I I feel like um I feel like last year they probably I don't know this. This is purely speculatory. I'm wondering if perhaps last year they they ran at like a loss by the end and and didn't mm. didn't quite make their money back, or they did make their money back but only made like half of what they anticipated. And I think what they're probably doing this year is they're going to try and like tighten the ship quite a bit and not promote it quite as much, but hope that they can keep some of the audience and basically just do this like as cheap as they can. Um, Maybe just rent out half of the convention center. I'll be interested to see how much of the convention center they have rented out. I'll be interested to see. I mean, I don't think there's I'm not aware of any other events happening. 
uh, this weekend. So I think it is just them one way or the other. Anyway, uh, we'll be there. And if you want to try and beat us up, Steve Warky Nunez, uh, that's fair. Because <laughs> we did just criticize all your excellent songs. Um, and I didn't really criticize them so much as just say their titles. That kind of, that was enough. <laughs> uh, so whose fault is that? So remember, Jared said it, not me. Yeah, Michael said nothing but nice things. Uh, anyway, here's here's um, here's something interesting about Steve. Uh, he's uh, under the tutelage of Yamala Abraham, CEO and award-winning author of Yawai Press, Y A O I Press. Steve got his start lettering for Yaoi Press's web series, The Yaoi Zuka, and has worked Wait, on Yowie? BL. He has worked on BL and Yaoi manga, both in physical and digital print, and looks forward to what the future has in store with him. Now, am I incorrect it's... by thinking that Yaoi is perhaps something that a Mormon boy should not be involved in? Yeah, it's, it's boys love comics. Because it's, it's, uh, it's boys kissing each other, right? Uh, parts of each other, yeah. <laughs> It's a loving kiss. It's not a sexual kiss. It, it's actually funny because, yes, it is a it's more like a sweet gay romance than like a hardcore pounding romance. I feel it's like not, it's not gay. It's sweet. I feel like yeah, it's, it's still uh, pretty gay. so here, maybe to maybe to pair up with all those sweet song titles uh, from They Might Be Elders. Here's some yaoi titles that his company has worked on. Um, we have one called enslaved by the dragon uh yaoi an anthology of boys love uh we have prisoner of the immortal uh you sure it's yaoi and not yahweh i i don't know um here this one this one sounds promising this one's called zesty with an exclamation point that means he had tacos for lunch (laughs) (laughs) uh so right after I came back from Japan, I did a stint uh, translating erotic manga uh, into English for a digital distribution thing. Um, I did a whole series of anthropomorphic uh, boys love comics where it was like two inanimate objects that came to life and like banged each other. So we had like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. So we had like uh, like uh, filament light bulb and LED light. Uh, sandwich and rice ball. Sandwich <laughs> and rice ball? <laughs> yes. Is, is, uh, is like sandwich the American one and rice ball is the Japanese one? Is that what's going on here? Yeah, I think uh, I think the rice ball is a little bit darker in complexion, a little more, uh, you know, a little more effeminate. Mm. They had a super highway and country road. Super highway and country road. Yep. These, these like, all sound like classics. I'll uh, I'll show you guys some of the. I'm sure that was a tragedy because it could never coexist. <laughs> I think I think that was actually the point of contention in the story. Oh, that they couldn't coexist. That's yes. So sad. <laughs> anyway, if you want to meet the uh, odd person to get tutelage from, but uh, he, I'm assuming Steve knows a thing or two about Yaoi, so uh, you know, sounds like a- he can tell you a little bit about the origins of Nephi but also a little bit about anime boys that make out. You know, that's okay. <laughs> I said okay to meet him. That's okay. Uh, there are Is some... it okay in Mormonism? I, I, no, actually, probably not at all. <laughs> I, 
think that um... well, see, all I know about Mormons, and admittedly, it's not much. It doesn't sound like it's okay. I don't think his bishop would be happy if he knew that he was doing that. Do you think he has a Brigham Young and Joseph Smith Yowie? <laughs> like just a secret one that he tells no one about because he's so ashamed <laughs> that he wrote it. I don't think he doesn't write it though. I think he just he does the lettering for it. It looks like, oh, or he did the lettering for it. It's where he learned to do lettering. But now he oh well, that's totally okay then. Now he does. Now <laughs> it's he, a now gateway he... drug to full Yowie. Okay. Anyway, let's say. Let's get, deliver our final say on uh, on the uh, Salt Lake Gaming Con, which is go. You should you should go and give them your fifteen dollars. I believe it's uh, it's fifteen dollars on Thursday. It's twenty dollars on Friday, and it's twenty two fifty on Saturday. Um, pass includes admission for two children eight years and younger. So if I bring my two children, Doug and Michael, um, <laughs> we're gonna get in for a cool twenty two fifty. Daddy yes. got laid a lot when he was a toddler. <laughs> so that'll be pretty tight. <laughs> that'll be pretty, pretty tight. Anyway. You're a really big stroller and you can push us in. <laughs> yeah. I've got, nobody uh, will tell the difference. I've got digital clock and cuckoo clock, air conditioner and electric fan. Okay. What? I Are, are those your... Yeah, these are my gay boy-on-boy boy romance novels. That ele- electric fan is like the name of it? Well, it's uh, I mean, it's in Japanese. It's aircon and senpuki, but yeah. But so are so it's the air conditioner and the electric fan, oh, you know, you... become men and bang each other. Okay, so because so, you did say anthropomorphized, morphopies. Yeah. How do you say that word? I I don't know. I don't think there's actually like a a genre of literature that covers this. <laughs> anthropomorphized. Definitely a one of porn, though. So an electric fan and an air conditioner become men. <laughs> this can't be real. <laughs> All right, I know what I know what we're doing on Friday, Jared. Okay, all right. I want to read this. I want to read at, this uh, this yaoi. At first, they cannot reconcile their differences, but they learn to love each other all the same. <laughs> Record a dramatic reading of Michael's yaoi. Yes. Actually, yeah, we could do an all audio right. an audio reenactment. That seems like that's as gaming related as it's going to get on today's podcast. <laughs> oh, we got. Maple syrup and pancakes. <laughs> well, that's barely a love story at all. They were meant to be together from day yeah, that's, one. That's hot. Uh, I did this for money. That's pretty funny. All right. Well, there are other special guests who will be at the convention. They're mostly like uh, cosplayers and uh, that kind of stuff. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, the uh, so so be there or be square. And now that you can actually be both. Uh, what else was in the new state, Michael? I don't know. Do you know a lot about this uh, this Pikachu thing that happened? Uh, just some very basic stuff. So I guess the new Pokemon is it Sun and Moon or whatever? Yes, Sun and Moon. Okay, this is the first time that it's actually going to be officially released in Chinese. So I guess before this, Chinese Pokemon fan translations were the only way you could get it in Chinese. So there were. A bunch of different standards as to how to um, was it Sinify make Chinese versions of uh, you know Pokemon names. And the thing about Pokemon or in Chinese is you know each character makes a sound, so it's not easy to like change a word into Chinese. But because of this, there's a bunch of different varieties, and I guess Nintendo has come out with some you know what they're I guess are the official versions given how. 
you know, they've, the way that they've chosen to translate it. And I guess in simplified Mandarin Chinese, Pikachu is basically like Pikachu or something like that. It sounds very similar. Um, but because in... But it also means Chinese rapist. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think it's that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I don't. Hopefully that's not the problem. <laughs> no, the, the issue is that... Um, so also in Chinese, they have different dialects. So there's Mandarin, which is spoken in mainland China. And then in Hong Kong, they speak Cantonese, which uses basically the same characters, but all the words are pronounced differently. So what becomes Pikachu in Mandarin is like Beikaju or something. Oh, I was uh, close. Okay, well, I, can, I can see why they wouldn't want to say that. Beikajiao or something to that effect. So apparently the people of Hong Kong have freaked out, and I guess like a about like 30 or 40 people allegedly stormed the Japanese consulate of Hong Kong demanding that Nintendo changes the name. Awesome. And Nintendo did what? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, this probably isn't the kind of thing that they're going to uh, fix. Sounds like Nintendo. If we, can't, I'm actually... if we can't get Mother 3, we're almost certainly not getting Pikachu's name changed back. <laughs> I'm actually very comforted by this because... For the past 10 years, all I've heard about is how the Chinese are going to eat us alive, and apparently they're just as fucking stupid as we are, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, keep in mind, it sounds like it's 30 to 40 people, uh, which I guess maybe that's a lot for China. I know there's not a lot of people over there, so. <laughs> that's uh, most of them. <laughs> that's probably everybody. That's that's <laughs> Hong Kong right there. They all came out of their homes and said, ah, Fix it. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's that's what's happening there. Any other comments on Pikachu's name change? Sorry, no. sorry, it's not going to be Bakaju, Doug. But it should be. That's <laughs> what Nintendo says, and Nintendo's right about everything, always. Yeah, you got that right. We were just talking about Nintendo today, and um, and how... Why the fucking Wii U's still 300 when the Xbox is also 300 Yeah, because the Xbox has just officially dropped in price to 299 even though it's pretty much been uh, selling for 299 just about everywhere um you know for for some time now so i mean this isn't huge news but it is something that uh that you can look forward to now um, michael are you happy with your 300 hundred dollar paperweight <laughs> um i wish it was worth 300 dollars doug <laughs> so to be clear you wouldn't pay 300 dollars for the xbox one still making fun of michael my uh, doug i don't I don't know if I'm ever going to play video games again. This has been like the worst three years of my life. I use mine almost every day. A, you, you you have played video games. You just right, haven't on, played them on your Xbox. Right. Yeah, I played right. them on the PC. Oh, I, think, I think what you want to do is not buy consoles anymore. You know, we were talking about this today. I don't. I seriously don't know if I'm ever going to buy a console again. Or I'm, I'm not um, going to buy it right away because I've not fallen for this again. Right. I'm not feeling very endeared to this generation either. No, I was saying like I think uh, I think the PS4 has a lot more to offer, but I think it still doesn't have enough to justify me buying one. I mean, I just bought it a year ago, right? Right. And this thing is already like the verge of becoming obsolete. Mm-hmm. And you should have uh, waited. It's your fault. <laughs> so, so what I'm wondering is, you know, look. I was thinking about it. It's like, okay, so I pay six hundred dollars for the, um, for the PS3, but I never felt bad about my purchase, and I realized it's because it lasted like ten years. Hell, I'm still playing with it. I still have yeah. games I'm there. Mm-hmm. 
But there's actually still ten things I still want to play on the PS3, but so basically, right now it's coming up to like the cost of a PS3 is um, just like sixty dollars a year. And if this is the way it's going to go, it looks like this is going to be two hundred dollars a year. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll see what it actually does when it when it comes out. Because um, supposedly, you know, they just talk about how it's to to upscale to four K. So I don't know if it'll actually like if you pop Uncharted four in there, if you're going to get any more frames per second, or if there's going to be games that only release on the four point five or anything like that, like. It may not matter at all, and this may make no difference unless you upgrade your TV, in which case, I mean, do any of you have 4K televisions? I do. Nope. Do you really? Yeah, I have a 4K. It's not a big one, but I do have a 4K TV. How'd old miserly Doug get a 4K television before anybody else here? TVs are the one thing that Doug splurges on. He can't resist. (laughs) That's true, actually. That's true. Uh, At one point when I lived with Doug, he had a a television that literally obscured an entire wall of his room. Uh, and I was happy as hell. No, you were. You were a lot happier than me. So I mean, you know, all credit, all credit that I can deliver to you. That was the right move. You clearly know something we don't. A big ass TV will keep you warm on a cold night. That's true too. This was a, this was a big old DLP one. So much uh, better than a woman. I imagine. I just spend my money on medicine like an idiot. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, anyway, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, get your Xbox today. Uh, like I said, I, I use mine every single day uh, to play Netflix. And here's a fun fact about the Xbox. If you let it use its sleep mode and you turn the Xbox off while using Netflix, you'll have to force close Netflix before it works again when you restart the console. Well, that's a benefit What a great piece of technology. I'm still not entirely sure why I choose to watch Netflix on it, um, but I do. Every Are you oh, stupid? Because you pay, you pay money for it, <laughs> and you will never get back. I guess I can tell you, the PS4 is loud. Uh, it has a really loud fan compared to the Xbox One. Really? Uh, and the Wii U... Mine's silent. Well, I've got, I've got both of mine put into little, like, cubbies, sort of, so I wonder if that's it. Um, but the PS4 is definitely noisier. Uh, and then the Wii U just takes fucking forever, and I think it takes longer than closing and reopening Netflix does. Um, I could be wrong about that. Oh, the other problem I have with the PS4 is the controller uh, seems to drain the same amount of battery regardless of what you're doing with it, and so the fact that it doesn't turn off while you watch Netflix is a little ridiculous. Um, and so, you know, if I use it to play Netflix, I'm I'm charging that controller like every night. Whereas, I don't think I've hooked up my Xbox One for like 16 months. You've at this probably point. seen, and so like for you, like the Xbox One is so good with battery life and its controller. You probably still have <laughs> the same. You probably still have the same set of batteries in there. Like I bet you've never even had to change them. I think I've had to change them once. They are probably going to corrode in the pack before you have to change them. Oh, they're I actual should, batteries. I check on yeah. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's another fun thing about the Xbox One. What? That I have to switch out actual goddamn batteries oh, when I need to boo-hoo. change. Oh, boo-hoo. That, I actually like that. I like it way more than the PS4's bullshit. I hate well, the PS4 I can just controller. plug it in charge it up. It's great. Yeah, except you got to charge it every single fucking night or else you'll turn it on and you'll go to play and you'll get about 10 minutes in and it'll be like, hey, bud, I ain't got no batteries because I only last for They give you a really long hours. cord. Maybe it wasn't, but they give you the tiniest USB cord. <laughs> so you have to be like right next to the TV if, you're, if your thing's dead. Yeah, you got to use a different cord. I guess that's 
That's tragic, but... You just don't... I mean, I'd rather have that than having to pay for batteries. Look, man. We go to Costco and batteries are like $10 for a thousand. Well, yeah, the, thing, the thing is, I'm pretty sure the one time that I had to change the fucking batteries, I didn't have any batteries in the house. I feel like we're showing our age by having this discussion. <laughs> like, like a very frank conversation on whether or not batteries are a ripoff. Oh, um, like we got shit are. all the For the record, no, bat- no, what My is... My social security check cannot afford the battery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember I, when batteries cost a penny. How am I ever going to retire penny. if I'm always buying these fucking batteries? <laughs> they got my 401k. You know, I uh, here's what you do. You if this really is an issue for you, you go to the store. There, there's a rechargeable battery uh, thing that you can buy, and Energizer makes one that'll charge your batteries in four hours. You use those four hours. Yeah, it'll, it'll go from dead to fully charged. Oh, and actually, it might be a half hour. I don't I don't remember. But it's got like a fan and it whirs up. I don't know. This isn't a complex issue for me because the Xbox One can take two AA batteries and make them last months longer than the PlayStation 4. It's crazy. Are you sure that's only because oh, you're yeah, going because to use it 30 4. minutes a month? No, that's even, with, that's even with use. Like even when I am using the Xbox One to play games, like when I was doing Tomb Raider or something like that, um, you know, one set of batteries got me through the whole game, and then some. Yeah, the Xbox is pretty great with batteries. I will, I will agree with that sentiment. Yeah, man, give it credit where credit's due. Xbox One, good with batteries. Put that on the side of the box, Microsoft. That's worth three hundred dollars. <laughs> I hate you. That's the only. So now we find the one good thing about the Xbox. I mean, yeah, that, that that's um, that's just about it. Uh, I guess there was, <laughs> I guess there was Tomb Raider that's available on PC that. All of you so excited Tomb Raider people never bothered with. Um, but it yeah, was because it wasn't the Xbox. Or like Womb Raider, am I right? <laughs> yeah, you nailed it, Doug. You want to talk Is about, that... over... should we talk about Overwatch? Is it stupid? Is Overwatch stupid? Yeah. Uh, not really. I... It's kind of weird. Good. Could be stupider. Um, so <laughs> it's a curious thing. Overwatch is uh, I I we, I think we've all talked so much shit on it, and we just assumed that none of us would pick it up, and then out of nowhere I wound up picking it up because I I got the Ninja Turtles game, and it was the worst thing ever. It was so bad that I couldn't allow it to remain on my shelf, and so I <laughs> took it into GameStop, and if you turned it in, it was for like twenty dollars or something, but if you turned it in towards Overwatch, it was like twenty six dollars. So I went ahead and did that. And so basically I bought a $70 copy of Overwatch. If you if you take the full price of Overwatch and add the amount of money I lost to Ninja Turtles. So um, when you went into GameStop, <laughs> was the GameStop guy like, "Oh, here's another one." He he was like he was like, "How was this?" And I was like, "It was absolutely awful." And he's like, "Really? Thought it might be good." And I was like, "Nope, it's not." Mm. And then he asked me if I wanted to pre-order everything. Um, he was really trying to sell me on No Man's Sky, despite the fact that it had been delayed. Um, and uh, what else did he want to sell me? He really—they're not going to make it, it copies, Jared. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's going to sell off for sure. Yeah, and he's telling me that yeah, they, they do that whole spiel about I don't know if I'm going to have enough on launch day. And it's like, well, I haven't set foot in one of these places in two years, so I'm uh, not super worried about it. But um, yeah, anyway, I, I brought home Overwatch. It uh, is a online arena shooter. Um, it features, it most notable for its very wide array of characters, who I will say are all very well designed. 
Um, I think there is somebody. What about their butts? Um, yeah, I mean, they've all got pretty nice butts. Even uh, even the men have pretty pretty fine butts. Good. I do notice a lot of the female characters have their. They look like they would have good butts, but they're covered up by something, like a like their cloak goes over the butt. Uh, so the Sharia law, America. But don't worry, Black Widow and Tracer are uh, are still rocking the uh, the same butts as always. Um, how many characters are there in this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, oh, eight, me. nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. I think there's fifteen. That sounds right. Uh, maybe it's more than that. Anyway, it's a lot of characters. There's a lot of people that you can be. Um, do you want me to just run you guys through them and I'll tell you about it? Sure. Eh. Eh. So, best butt. Please. You have nothing else, Michael. Uh, True, I don't. But. Best butt is probably uh, Roadhog, um, the obese biker. Um, he's really rocking it. Uh, he's got like uh, a. What about well, what about the tummy to to butt ratio? He's got a very distended belly button, which I find very erotic as well. So. So he has a bad ratio, is what you're telling me. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I'm getting at. Uh, I think maybe picking this game up on a console might have been a mistake. Uh, I'm finding it really frustrating to play as like the sniper. Um, and so I probably will just avoid her entirely. And conversely, I've easily gotten the most kills as uh, Genji, the ninja who just runs around with a sword. Um, he has shurikens, but why would you just run in with your sword and kill everyone? And uh, it's it's pretty sweet. But I don't know. I, I think that I was probably expecting like the worst thing that ever happened on Earth. And I mean, it's not that bad. It's all right. Uh, the whole game has just... this. All right. It has a, it has a real makes well produced games. It has I mean... a real uh, Pixar aesthetic to it. I don't know if you guys remember like the trailer when they first announced it. People were saying that. And uh, it definitely carries over like the arenas that you're fighting in they feel like they're ripped right out of like, like there's one that I, I swear to God, like if you guys have seen the movie cars, um, if, if a talking car rolled into that level, I'd be like, Oh yeah, of course. Like you would be here. <laughs> I um, mean, I don't think it would be out of place in that. Uh, you know, I don't fully the- understand the story. It seems like there is one, but it's not really one that they're, um, th- it has no discernible meaning. There, there's an introduction where, where Winston, the talking gorilla, uh, explains to you that Overwatch are like heroes and champions of Earth, but then humans decided that they didn't need them. Um, but that doesn't really cover why they're all killing each other. Um, we truly are the Overwatch. So, yeah, it doesn't explain why why four Winstons can get into a fight with each other. <laughs> so, in that regard, it's, it doesn't really work. So, they're all on the same side? Yeah, well, I, I guess I assumed that Overwatch was like they were all buds. Um, I thought they were like defined signs. No, 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 like, no, no, no. Why uh, is like you can be any? There was this whole trailer where like they had Tracer fighting what's her name Black because Widow. she was killing some guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can be either of them or have them be on the same team, or you can have a team that's all Tracers or all Black Widows. That'd be weird. Maybe try that. Maybe that would work. I don't know, know, man. Um, Let's see. So I I don't know. Each characters are split up into classes. So there's an there's an offense class that uh, deals with like damage ratios and things like that. There's a support class, uh, which is where like your healers and people like that are. 
There's the defense class, which features, I think, uh, I think that's where all your tanks are. And then, um, uh, what's the other? There's another class. I don't know. There's some classes. I can, can you tell that I'm, I this game throws a lot at you and doesn't really tell you a lot back. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I it gives you the introduction with the uh, the first character it has you play as is Soldier seventy six for the tutorial. But after that, it's just here's all the characters. Have fun. Like, good luck. It doesn't really go through like one by one and and have any real like here's. I think what I would like, what would improve it for me a little bit is maybe like a challenge map for each character so that you can learn their different moves. So like you pick Reaper and he has two shotguns and he can kind of teleport around. And so to have some kind of like just real quick tutorial map that shows you all those abilities, that would go a long way. Instead, it has this kind of learning curve that I'm sure you guys are used to where you just kind of get dumped in the game and you pick a character. The nice thing is you can change. And you get headshot. You can change pretty much in between every life. Uh, so if oh, something's perfect. if someone's not working for you, you just go ahead and switch it out. And uh, so, I mean, it, that makes it easier to learn, but I still would have liked something that was just a little bit more formalized. Um, you can look at everybody everybody's abilities from like the hero menu. So you, you can see what everybody does, but it would just ni- be nice to see it like demonstrated. Uh, a little bit because there are some characters who like there's a character called Zariah Zaria Zariah and uh, I picked her and I was running around with her gun and her gun kind of shoots like a beam of energy at at enemies and it looks exactly like what the healing beam looks like and so I wasn't sure when I started playing as her whether I was doing damage or looking like an idiot healing the enemy team um (laughs) And thankfully, it does is, is damage. There, is there friendly fire? Uh, yes, there sure is. Uh, so you should have tried it on your team. You can make some <laughs> colossal mistakes in this game. Um, easily, I think the most common character... I'd, I'm actually kind of impressed with how good the spread of characters is online. Uh, even the one who's like bottom tier on every website, I still see people playing as him periodically. Um, so, and I think that speaks volumes to just how well Blizzard designed these characters. Like, it seems like people want to play as them and, uh, and use them even if they're not, uh, the best. Um, I run into a lot of Bastions. He's the giant robot who can convert into a turret. And I guess people find him pretty easy to play as. Uh, personally, I haven't had a lot of luck with him. Um, I run into a lot of Black Widows because everybody wants to be a sniper. Are you guys good snipers in, in FPS games? Nope. I'm usually the wrong guy on top of... Yeah. I'm, I generally... I'm no, a I fucking go, shit sniper. Like I I'm, go for rockets and hope that I can kill something. I'm trash when it comes to sniping. I just am no good at all. Uh, I see a lot of Roadhogs, uh, and he's kind of like... He's cool because he's got Scorpion sort of ability where he throws a chain at you and then pulls you in to shotgun you and uh are you sure you're playing overwatch and no street fighter 5 because it sounds like birdie uh, he kind of looks like birdie actually <laughs> now that you mention it yeah, he has a, the chain base move and shit is that's birdie man yeah yeah well no now it's roadhog behold <laughs> um 
a lot of enemies have, uh, or a lot of the characters kind of semi-counter other characters, which is also kind of cool. So if there's a guy that you keep running into who's just laying waste to you, you can go back and pick a character who might be able to counter him a little bit more effectively. So uh, if there's a dude who has a gun-based weapon, like Bastion, for example, you can go pick uh, Genji, and he has an ability where he basically blocks bullets with his sword and reflects them back at the enemy. And so you can bring him over and, you know, pretty much lay that that turret guy just to complete waste. So um, it feels nicely balanced. There's still little problems. Like there's some characters that nobody ever plays. Uh, there's a girl, Eskimo. I, I guess she's an Eskimo. I've never actually seen someone use her ever. Um, who else? Uh, the healer. It seems like I have a feeling that this is because I'm playing on console uh i think the mindset is different on console and all of the game modes in overwatch are objective based every single one there's no deathmatch. uh it's all defend this point take this point escort this vehicle it's all that kind of stuff there's there's no like kill all the people uh that, that just doesn't exist and basically it's not made for console people it's really not it's really really so not actually, you're having like <laughs> Basically, what's going on with Splatoon, where it's like, oh, you know, they're all killing each other, and you're like, they're pinging the floor like, guys? <laughs> the last game I played before I came up here to do the podcast, uh, there was a guy playing as Lucio, and I swear to God, he was just, uh, he just spent the entire time killing his own team, and I don't think it was on purpose. Uh, <laughs> and about, about halfway through the match, he got on chat, and he said, I'm not very, he said, I'm sorry, I'm not very good at Overwatch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I loved how he said the name of the game. Like, I wasn't sure what game he was referring to. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not very I'm good. I'm sure he was playing the right game at least. He's like, this is the worst COD I've ever played. God, this is, <laughs> Titanfall is not nearly as good as people said. When do I get to <laughs> pop the honeys? Uh, the game does have a lot of cosmetic unlocks available to you, and Blizzard is selling uh, card packs. They're like card packs, basically. Um, that you can buy to unlock stuff for people. So so that is carried over. Um, of course, after I got it, a lot of the people that I've been playing Rust with just let me know that they got it today too on the PC. And they're like, come play it with us. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to buy it again. Um, <laughs> I wish it had a cross-buy option or cross-play or cross-anything, really. Uh, that would be nice. But I don't think there's anything... I don't think there's any solution for me. So... But uh, but yeah. Anyway, I mean, it's not it's not as bad as we thought. But I don't really see what's going to be compelling long term about this game. I don't think we thought it was going to be bad. I think we just thought it wasn't going to be interesting. Like at least that's for me. It's like yeah. you still hasn't changed my mind what you told me. No, I thought it was going to be bad because it's a Team Fortress game. Yeah, it I just don't give a shit about it. And it kind of gives me like it gives me like a Hearthstone vibe, where I could see this being fun to just like drop in and and play for every now and then. Um, you go through matches so fast in this game. You can drop into an Overwatch match, and it's about 10, 15 minutes tops. Um, and, and then it's over. So it's a lot like Hearthstone in that you can just pick it up and like, hey, I've got a half hour. Let's play some games. If you have a half hour, you can probably play three matches and uh, and have an okay time doing it. So I can see it being a really nice game to like come back to casually uh, maybe it'll garner a big pro following. It's the most popular streamed game on Twitch right now. I mean, that's probably expected. Um, I don't know 
I don't know that I'm skilled enough to comment on how much skill this game requires <laughs> or merits. Uh, so we'll we'll see how that goes. But anyway, that gives you a rough idea. Any Overwatch related questions? So if I'm at the store and I see a copy of Overwatch and a copy of Battleborn, which one should I get? Um, I mean, I haven't played Battleborn. Can't can't say one way or the other. Uh, these characters are really well designed, and I've never seen a character in Battleborn who I was like, "Oh man, so cool!" But like, <laughs> you you got to admit, like like if you look at Reaper in Overwatch, like he's he's pretty cool. He's a little like skeleton man, and he flies around with shotguns. Um, there's also a cowboy for some reason. There's a lot of weird. I think my favorite character is the one who is also the lowest tier, it seems like. The one that people usually say is just flat out bad. And he's like this, uh, he's this robot, like Zen guy who flies around. Um, and I think he throws balls at people. I'm not really sure what he's doing, but uh, he looks really cool. I like him. All right. Anyway, that's Overwatch. That's all I got. Throw balls at people, you fucking pervert. Yeah, he like throws balls at people, I think. I'm pretty pervert. sure that's the deal. He's a dodgeball character. Yeah, he's like a dodgeball character. I don't know why, but talking about that felt exhausting. <laughs> so now it's, it's a over. Blizzard game. Blizzard games so, are exhausting. <laughs> would you recommend this game? Yeah, I mean, if you're the type of person that it's for, sure. Uh, it, it's weird to me that I, I just don't, I don't see the universal praise. I don't see the nine out of ten left. Like, yeah, it's it's pretty well made. Um, but I'm just not sure that it makes that same connection for me. Um, I would, How would you feel about it had you been paid to say it was great? Then I'd feel pretty good about it. Uh, okay. Yeah, then I'd... Then See, I'd, you gotta emphasize, Jared. Put yourself in other people's positions. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have to work on that. Um, I don't know. It, it's, like I said, aesthetically, it's it's in tip-top shape. Like, it, it's definitely AAA quality in that regard. Uh, it just has a lot of the same problems that other games like it have, where there's a little bit of a learning curve getting in. Uh, there's a lot of just stuff happening and like symbols, and they have these uh, things called sprays. Uh, you know how like in Counter Strike, how you can spray like a, a design on a wall or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Overwatch has that too, but they're like 3D sprays that float in the air, and they're very distracting. And for a while, I thought they were like pickups or something, but but they're not. <laughs> um, there's some weird button prompts that I don't quite understand. I was the healer, and people would die, and I would get this prompt to go fly to them. But you can't resurrect them unless you have your like ultimate ability up. So I'm not sure why it was telling me to fly to them. I don't know. I don't know what these things mean. You were supposed to administer last rites, Jared. God. <laughs> was supposed Provide to... comfort to the dying. I was supposed to put coins no, over their no, eyes. No, they will never be in peace. Shit, man. They'll wander the earth. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know. I, I probably, you, man. I probably sound stupid. Maybe all of this stuff is explained somewhere, and I've just missed it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just, I don't see it. And like I said, it, I, I definitely have noticed on the PlayStation four, uh, that people seem to have a really hard time with the objective stuff. Like they just, people will run right past the stuff they're supposed to attack just so they can go kill, you know, the, the enemy team. Um, so you say it would be better to play with a group of professional uh, PC players, I will insult you because you made a mistake, or would you say it's better to play in the police PS4? I don't know. Where everybody that's, else that's sucks a, ass. That is a really tough call, actually. 
I feel a lot less pressure on the PlayStation. I feel a lot less like somebody's paying attention to what I'm doing. And um, I, again, this could just be because I haven't found the button for it yet. But something else that I've noticed is this game doesn't have like a scoreboard. Uh, so you can't see how many kills like everybody on your team is getting. Um, and so that removes a lot of the pressure as well because you don't feel like... Yep. Especially because if you're playing a lot of the other characters like the healer, you shouldn't be getting kills anyway. And that's always been a problem, you know, is uh, you can be a healer and on paper it looks like you're doing shit. But in reality, like you could be the reason your team won. Yeah, and um, that's actually a strange change. And I refer them. Yeah, I think I'm pretty cool with that because a lot of the problems come with people trying to protect their pressures. Kill to death ratios. Exactly. Not being able to see KD ratios, I think, makes people a lot less toxic. Especially because in this game, it's not. A, it's never, under any circumstance, about kill death ratio. It's about whether or not you were achieving the objectives. Uh, it does still show at the end of each match, like a little summary. It'll highlight like four people and be like, "This guy got the most kills. This guy got the most medals. This guy healed the most uh, damage." And everybody can vote on who's they're like most impressed by after it wraps up. Um, but as far as I know, during matches, you can't see how many kills everybody has, which I, I think is really smart. Yeah. You'll get to see it at the end so that you can feel your own personal shame. Um, I did make, I, I for example, early on, I picked Black Widow, the sniper, and uh, I died eight times and I got one kill and things went great. That's why you guys won Jar on your team. So, you know, but nobody knows. That's that's what I'm getting at is everybody's like, man, that's no. Well, yeah, we know, <laughs> you know, you know, Jared, I suppose that's enough. You let your team down. Yep. I bummed them out. I ruined everything. But anyway, yeah. Uh, Overwatch. I would say that I like it more than Team Fortress 2 so far. Um, but that doesn't say that much because I really just don't like Team Fortress 2. I, I found it to be really inaccessible. And uh, so far, I'm finding this to be just a little bit friendlier. I, I like a little bit. Blizzard is kind of doing some smart stuff, I think, with how they are obscuring players from each other in multiplayer. Um, I think the way that they handle Hearthstone is really, really smart by not having voice chat or even chat at all. Uh, and I think the choices that they're making in Overwatch are doing the same thing, uh, where it's making it more friendly and more approachable. Uh, without taking away, you know, any of the important qualities that people might want in a game like that. Probably because you know, the they've played other better. games and most of most online communities are toxic cesspools of horribleness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't blame anybody who doesn't want to create the next League of Legends uh, because, you know what, it's probably pretty great to make all that League of Legends money, uh, but you also have to deal with some of the worst people ever. The world is just a better place when gamers don't have access to each other. That's why we keep them all in basements. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's probably it for my Overwatch uh, topic of discussion. I don't know. What's a what's a game? Maybe that's an interesting question. What's a game uh, that has an online component that you guys particularly enjoy? And, and like, why? Dark Souls. Like Dark Souls, for example? Oh, yeah. All right. Good point. Um, Dark Souls, I think, does uh, the same thing, right? Where they really disconnect you from the other player. Uh, like, you can make emotes no, towards can, each other. You can send them messages. On uh, on the Steam one, yeah. Well, I guess on, on the consoles you can too, but that's, that's yeah, a lot I, more. Uh, I got invaded the other night, and I got my first hate mail from Dark Souls 2. 
Oh, wow. I've only had people be pretty cool in uh, messages via that game. Really? Um, I I do think that separating well, the players from one, one another actually does foster like a nicer environment. I think I think it kind of stabbed him in the face when he was bowing. Uh, <laughs> and then I used Ernesto's flask, which well, is, he, you know, supposed to be a very big no-no. He invaded you, so fuck him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe he invades you. Maybe I'm just getting lucky with this kind of stuff. I had a I had a match in Hearthstone that went really not my way towards the end, uh, and, and I wound up losing. And I remember uh, getting a friend request on Battle.net after the match because you can send a friend <laughs> request. <laughs> you can send a friend request to the last person who messaged you. And uh, I went ahead and accepted it. I just can never resist. And uh, he's like, man. You almost had me. That was really crazy. He's like, I hope you recorded that because it was awesome. And uh, I was really taken aback by that. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't I was ready for someone to say a nice thing. And then he deleted me. So I couldn't even reply. It was, it was weird. It was like a drive-by friendshipping. I do a lot of uh, sarcastic, astonishing emotes when I know I've won. <laughs> Yeah, you can. I mean, you can be pretty. Uh, you can be pretty cruel with the emotes in that game. Do you, have you ever? Do you have people send you friend requests though, Doug? Has that ever happened to you? I, I, a couple, but I never accept them. Oh uh, man, you gotta accept them and see what uh, see what awesome things they want to tell you. I only have like five people on Battle.net that I talk to. I've had a couple really evil ones, but for the most part, I think things have been pretty okay. All right. Well, anything else, or should we hit the old dusty trail? Um, no, not really. What? How? How long have we done this? We're we're just approaching the hour mark. Wow, this is a bad podcast. Okay, we have <laughs> we have plenty of podcasts where we can go over. We can go under this week by a few minutes. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think people will thank us for our brevity and our short wit. and sweet. We're gonna have lots to talk about next week because we have uh, the release of Mirror's Edge. Uh, by the way, are you covering that or is Jay doing that, Lucio? I'm I'm. Uh, that's what I thought too. I'm just making sure. Um, so well, and we have the gaming con to talk about. Yeah, we're gonna have the gaming con to talk about. So we're gonna be back here to report on uh, so much stuff on who did the music for Metal Gear Solid Ghost Babble, and uh, we'll let you guys who's know who's the voice of Tommy Versetti. Who's the voice of Tommy Versetti? Where is he? Why isn't he at the show? So we're gonna bring all that and more to you uh, next week. If you enjoyed our podcast today, you should go subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, we are also available on social media, so you can come find us at The Enemy Slime on both Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we should have some more content coming up on YouTube pretty soon. I've got a couple that I've been working on, so uh, there will be a little bit for you there as well. And uh, 